and welcome to episode one of Pro Exercising Cast. Um, obviously not, it's obviously episode 39 of uh, Pro Painted. Um, we got a couple of comments about firstly saying we weren't going to talk about exercise and then we actually did. So I thought I'd put that quick lol in there just to the, the enjoyment of those people who, who felt like a little whinge. Um, so yes, welcome to episode 39. We're on the microphone once again. Um, outside of our two-week uh, recording schedule, I just wasn't feeling up to it last week. Um, and with Easter, I had some time off. So anyway, we're here. And hopefully you should be listening to us on Friday the 9th of April already. God, crazy. Time is flying by this year. Um, but I am joined by both of our succulent uh, co-hosts. Um, Rob? Hi. Hi, mate. I've just been berating him slightly for using Emery boards while recording, so I fully expect is Rob on mute shenanigans at some point during this episode? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've got, to, I've, got a bit of, I've got to get about half hour's worth of working on a treadmill as well, so uh, I'm going to keep myself on mute whilst I do that and get a bit of exercise in. So, uh, <laughs> well, surely Emery yeah. boarding would be a good time to go on the treadmill. Yeah, good. Yeah, good. I could kill two birds with one stone, Matthew. Yep. And also my um I've got new desks um uh kind of really getting on with the recovery from flooding. So unfortunately annoying factor is my due my two new desks are too thick for my uh pop shield to attach to. So I don't have a pop shield, so apologize um if I over pronunciate anything and it gets really annoying, but hopefully I'll sort it for next episode. And someone who never over pronunciates anything, we've got Ian, how are you? Some would say barely. Um I'm good, thank you, mate. Yeah, not bad. Excellent, good. What was the weather like up there? Did you get hit by that horrible snow Arctic blast thing? It's been a bit nippy, like, but no snow. Been a bit flat to it, flat as the snow, nothing major. Fair enough. That's literally yeah, the only been... thing that I know that might have happened in your general area, so I thought I'd mention it. Um, but a child, a 12 year old boy, got stabbed at a, at a party for an eight year old. Why is my initial response to is to laugh at that? Like, I kind of. It's a bit, snur- it's a bit... It's a bit weird, to be fair. Yeah, well, uh, well I, I I grew up in Nottingham, so you know, uh, kids with knives isn't really that uncommon, if I'm honest. Yeah. Anyway, um, with a, another classic pro painted intro. Um, so this yeah. episode we've got a little bit more of a focus as um, we'll do a kind of our usual um, hobby catch up, but um, we got a question in from one of our listeners um, saying they'd be they'd really like us to talk through our kind of the entry level approach like from the start of a, an army project right through to the end so they're really interested to hear how we approach different things like basing color schemes stuff like that so we're going to kind of i'm basically going to interview these two i'm going to kind of go through what i perceive as the stages um, and then kind of uh, throw my two cents in there as well so i think it'll be quite a, an interesting way of chatting about stuff because we're all again we we all we're knocking armies out left, right, and centre, eh? Um, well, I am. Um, you, <laughs> yeah. you you are getting there. You you might have your daughters done for the next army book, right? Yeah, I've just given up on buying this one. I'll just wait wait till the next cycle. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. Not not tempted by the new um, prayers and endless spell. Uh, I will get them at some point, yeah, because I, I intend to do a. Um, one unit of ever have every option in the book. Uh, a Highlander um, stroke Maclark army. Yeah, yeah, there can only be one. <laughs> um, so yeah, so I will get some point, but they're not on the high up on the list at the moment. 
fair enough fair enough um before we get into the meat of the episode i do want to give some quick shout outs um Firstly, I've really been enjoying some battle reports on YouTube. Now, I watch quite a lot of battle reports anyway. Um, some have kind of gone out of favour with. I watch uh, plenty of 40k because there's way more 40k battle reports. Um, so Tabletop Tactics is a favourite. Um, Titans, I, I kind of I kind of like. Um, they're a bit too gamey and there's some manipulative conversational techniques that I don't like, which irk me when watching it. But uh, I, I've kind of grown on they've grown on me a bit more. But one I've really enjoyed for AOS content is Wargamer Online. Um, I'd actually recommend either of you when you're doing a bit of hobby, if you can check them out. It's like really well presented um, and their setup's amazing. Like they've, they've got almost what I would consider the perfect um, um, camera angle for the board. It's all really clear. They've got great overlays. Really, really been enjoying that. So I'm definitely looking forward to when they can get some more battle reports out because I've I've cranked through all their recent ones. So I wanted to give them a quick shout out. And also on the business side, um, if you go on YouTube and check out Evercast, which is uh, a Caradron-focused podcast and YouTube channel, um, basically, like getting stuff to germany i don't know why it's germany like aren't these guys supposed to be super efficient right that's my understanding of the germans so i don't understand that of all the european countries why why posting stuff is causing such an issue um but i had a guy get some custom stuff off me and obviously it turned out to be one of the other cast chaps and um uh, a guy by the name of max and it took seven weeks to arrive which is insane like even when the US has been at the worst, it's taken two weeks. And that was in the middle of you know, all sorts of COVID kicking off and Trump being a twat and the postal service just collapsing. Um, so I sent out a replacement one in the end because um, I, I, I've never had a parcel go missing. And I always want to make sure if, it, if that does happen, the customer either gets a refund or gets the item. So I sent it out again and they literally both arrived within days of each other, which is which is most frustrating. Um, but amazingly, he actually jumped on YouTube and he's done um, a, a fantastic overview of the MDF gaming boxes I do. Um, the kind of some examples of the custom work I, I, I can offer as well. And the 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 MDF trays and the tokens and you know they you know I, I didn't pay them you know they they bought the products um they mentioned they might do a review and I gave them a discount code kind of expecting a little bit of footage but it was fantastic I'll put links in the in the show notes if you actually want to see how the products look I mean they did a way better job than I could do myself so I want I said I'd give them a little shout out so um even for you guys if you're really curious as what they actually look like because we haven't seen each other for was it 13 14 months now yeah it was the um it was the chris's tournament wasn't it start of march yeah. 2020 and it's really probably going to be what possibly blackout maybe face hammer for catch up with you guys again yeah imagine so i'm um even with my local gaming because um it because we've got track and trace, I have to be really careful because if I, if, so say for example, people live gardening gaming at the moment. Um, if, if I bump, you know, I'll go and game around someone who's unfortunately comes down with COVID or whatever. I, um, I have to close down business for two weeks and then if Jen gets it, it's another two weeks. So I'm actually kind of not even doing the local gaming yet until things kind of yeah. improve a bit better. And I'm really actually hoping I can get the vaccine soon. So, 
So we'll see. Anyway, that's all the, the boring life stuff. I wanted to give a, a couple of quick shout outs. And uh, I think it's a good a time as any to interrupt Rob's emery boarding. How are you getting on with your hobby, mate? Uh, sorry, I just got a couple more laps to do on the uh, old cycling machine. I'll be back in a second. I think you best go to Ian first. I'm going to go back on mute. A few laps on the cycling machine. That is that is definitely the kind of terminology someone who doesn't regularly use exercise equipment would use, I believe. Oh no, I've got I've got a Peloton, mate. It's got one of those virtual reality fucking cycling tracks that I race around. So uh, yeah, it's uh, it's all it's all go here, mate. <laughs> Fair enough. Okay, I'll let you off. So kind of uh, just just as a bit of a tangent, because um, uh, it's more of a gradient just, when it's a uh, bike, isn't it? It's just sprang yeah. into my mind. Talking about VR and sport. Um, if you haven't seen um, the video of the snooker player Ronnie O'Sullivan trying to play VR snooker, and he tries to lean on the table, just ends up on the floor. <laughs> it's on the. It's absolutely hilarious. So I would I recommend watching that even if you don't like sport. That sounds amazing. I kind of wouldn't consider yeah. that sport either. It's like darts. They're not sports. They're competitive. They're not sport. No, controversial. Well, no, you know, that's obviously it takes skill, but it's not really. Yeah. Well, I, I, I would say that they are sports and anything that requires a judge isn't. I would, say, skating, I would say anything that, anything that originates from a pub is not a sport. <laughs> anyway rob what are you emery yeah. boarding bro um the uh back plate on the uh catacomb command barge so we've uh i've sort of as as you know we've been talking about the last couple of episodes been getting stuck into my necrons and um sort of flip you know got a few sort of different things on the go so kind of i i've, I've done it so that you know i've got you know, if I fancy just doing a bit of base coating, then I've got some stuff I can base coat. If I fancy doing a bit more sort of highlighting or working on a particular model or doing some blending or trying a new technique, then I can, I've got sort of certain models that really do that. And then if I just fancy actually building some stuff and, and not bothering with the painting side of it, I can do that. So I've got, um, my desk is getting pretty full of kind of Necrons in various sort of stages of completion. Um, since you last spoke, I think, I don't think I'd made a start on the um, void scythe for the overlord on foot. Um, that I did a little sort of kit bash conversion of the uh, Indomitus Lord with the war scythe from the plastic kit and the orb. Um, yeah, I hadn't. So he's is he going on the command barge? No, he's not. Ah, um, right, because okay. I, I want to have an option of having one on foot and one on the barge, and obviously the Indomitus Lord comes with one leg on a rock which would look weird if you just had the one model magnetized to uh, you know a base and the and the command barge so he's going to be separate plus the um, okay. yeah I get that. the uh, you can't the uh, the guy on the uh, command barge there isn't an option for him to take a void scythe only a, a war scythe um so I thought it'd just be nice to have I mean it's a cool model as well so um, there's a there's, yeah, a, re- I've been do- there's a relic Void site. There's two sorry. there. Yeah, there's two. There's the well. I think it might actually. No, it's three. So there's the no two, two. Yes, there's two. There's one that's um like almost like a, a baby version of the one that the uh, Nightbringer's got, and then there's like um one that's based on the Mefrit Dynasty, which is like the Bloodlust one, which is like a red. So like the you know it's like a almost like 
vampiric kind of um, thing, which I thought would be quite cool to do a conversion. Because I love the the the, the um, Indomitus Lord, and um, I've got three of him. Um, obviously, with another Necron sort of box that I uh, sort of side of the Indomitus release that I bought. So the, my third one is going to be um, he's going to have a he's going to have a scythe, but it's going to be the um, it's going to be like a little conversion of a of the sort of a Nightbringery one. Um, cool. You know, and he's, he's going to be uh, um, like uh, the one from you could perhaps use the scythe off of the I can't remember the character's name, but the one with the scythe and the swirly bits from the Ossiart Brain Reapers kit. Um, the one that's like stood on a rock with his big scythe. Oh, I, I think he's actually. I think he's called a Soul Reaper. Oh, nice. Well, there we go. He's one, of, uh, yeah. one of the, the. He's the. Yeah, three models I don't own for the Bone Reapers yet. Oh, okay, yeah. And so he's um, yeah, he, he's quite cool. Um, so I thought yeah, you know, I'd perhaps do something with that. But um, I was also thinking of doing a. Uh, like I, I said that like no conversions in this army but I've done a couple of little kit bash like weapons and stuff I mean, and I, but, I mean it was always happening wasn't it let's be honest yeah um, but the, I, I've done the um, the lord on the the command barge I kind of thought well you know the the stock model is a, the, the, the command barge itself is still you know hasn't really sort of aged um, that badly at all really but the the overlord on, on it has and especially his weapon um, and having a spare uh, overlord from the Indomitus box, then I've, I've I cut away the rock um, that, he's, uh, that his left leg stood on. Um, I thought, well, I'd, I'd, I'm going to have to try and straighten up the leg, but actually, because his leg's slightly bent, it means that he's he's sort of in a more of aggressive pose than the way he's... I've converted up a staff of light from... Um, the uh, the drunken cryptech that I built, um, you, you know, before I sort of really got stuck into the Necrons. So I've got his staff of light and put the sort of mashed up the the spare headdress bit from the Catan shard that has like the electrical energy thingies on it um, to create this. There's Voltaic staff, which is a um, relic staff of light. So I thought, and, it, and with the um, with the guy, you know, with the rock cut off because it sort of makes him somewhat more aggressively stance. It looks really cool with the with the way he's holding the staff. It looks like he's kind of shooting it and it makes him that you can fit on the actual command barge quite easily as well. So that's gonna look pretty cool once it all um once it all comes together. But um started on yeah, started on um I mean it's quite interesting because you you'd mentioned it, but when it's doing the void scythe and trying to do like a bit of like the sort of almost like a Tron kind of reverse OSL effect on the rather than well not reverse OSL but an OSL effect rather than having like the faded blends that you see on like a lot of energy weapons actually have the internal sort of panel lines glowing on it and um, I shared a couple of work in progress on our on our chat and I've sort of since neatened it up so I'm quite happy with that um, but as you mentioned there's the sort of the purple kind of energy effect that I've gone for instead of the green on, on the base, on the end of the, on the pommel, I guess, of the of the war scythe. And you mentioned about how, you know, it'd be interesting to see how it'd look on a bigger area. So I um, sort of thought, well, challenge accepted and made a start on the big blade on the 
school pet lord okay and uh i think i shared a picture of that I've, I've done a little bit more i've done both sides of it now it just needs um just needs a, the the back side needs a bit a bit of refining and then just some edge highlighting then on it and uh i think that's come out quite well um you know it could have been done with an airbrush and stuff but i think because with the the way that the necron sort of black excuse me the blades are quite a shaped um, especially, you know, it's, it's mainly only going to be the the Scorpec destroyers and the Scorpec Lord that have those sort of blades. I mean, everything else, it's mainly guns and stuff, and especially on the, the characters, the blade heads are quite small, so doing blends over such a small area is a lot quicker. Um, and it would perhaps make sense to airbrush the the, the blends on the Scorpec destroyer uh, kits, but because the, the way the blades, are sh- the shape of the blades and sort of how precise you have to be you know there'd have to be masking and stuff involved and i thought well sod it out you know i've got the glazes there from you know doing all the wet the energy sort of effects on the guns and all the rest of it i'll just do it by hand so i'm um you know quite happy with how how they're they're turning out so yeah yeah i mean airbrushes are great but they're certainly not the answer to everything um no and yeah, when you talk about masking, it's a good example of when it can be a bit quicker to actually do it by brush when you're focusing yeah. on a small area. And um, yeah. actually, something I wanted to mention to you is I'm sure you've got spare Scorpec Lords. Yes. So I saw quite a cool conversion where people had uh, kit bashed it with one of the new Locust Heavy Destroyers to make a destroyer. That's Lord. right. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's really yeah, good. yeah, yeah. I really and like then, well, I was looking at like um. I was looking at things going back to the sort of ideas for conversions. Was to, I mean, I think I pretty mentioned it when on the last thing about doing something for the Nightbringer, um, and perhaps using Kurdos. Well, yeah, but use, uh, just I didn't really want to buy anything. Do you know what I mean? I wanted, I've got so much sort of bits left over from the Indomitus box, especially with like the those and um, dis- you know the stalker things as well and things like that. There's there's quite a lot that you could just literally mash up, but having something like you know, uh, well, if you do it while you know, drunk, you'd like... be amazed what you come out with. <laughs> well, I was thinking maybe because they don't have one. I mean, it probably, it probably it's a little not as fluffy, but the um, they do a, an Ophidian Destroyer Lord. Um, do they? Because they, they don't obviously the the, the Scorpex and Locusts have Lords, don't they? But the Ophidian doesn't have a model for it. But oh, right, I thought yeah, that's no. that's, that's oh, probably a candidate is for that an a model thing? soon. I don't know. Oh, right. You were, sorry, yeah. I thought you were saying that it's something in, in law that doesn't exist. No, no, no. It's just, it, was just a, it was just an idea. Um, I don't uh, like the Ophidian Destroyers. Do... I'm really not. No, I, I, no they, I mean, they're not, they, they're, they're not my favourite actual base models, but the... Um, do you not, feel, do you know, not think they feel unnecessary? Because we, we went from... Because obviously they're harking back to those original Wraiths. Yeah, yeah. And like we had the original wraiths, which turned into the construct wraiths. So they're like that's fine. Yeah, that's which I thing. think are awesome. Yeah. And it it just felt like when when they released it, when I was like, what? Uh huh. It felt really yeah, weird. Yeah. It kind of felt like why on earth did you waste time developing this after you'd ordered it? Like you could have just done something else. Like we could have had those zombie box sets for the upcoming. Um, grave lords out instead instead of them like people who are waiting for zombies for like 30 years so yeah anyway sorry to interrupt but yeah so i, I, I um 
obviously working on a few uh, different bits and bobs to the army. Haven't really sort of diverged into back, you know, either back onto my chaos projects or sort of really thought about anything else. You know, I kind of my my uh, finger did hover over the buy button on some of the new luminous stuff, but um, you know, I'm, I'm at a point where like I'm quite without having. Um, I don't. I mean, I, I don't know whether I'll I'll uh, have an army. I'll take my own army. I try and see if I can borrow an army for blackout or for face hammer and just just go for the for the for the crack as it were, rather than paint something um, for it or finish something for it because it's just too far out. Um, you know, the wind has sort of been taken out of my sails a little bit in as far as you know. Um, Sort of the Archeon army a little bit, which is a bit of a shame. But I, I know, you know, as we sort of go, we just said last episode, you know, I, I honestly think, you know, if, if I was to sit down and, and finish off painting e- Egrim and the rest of the, the Zinch stuff, then it'd probably, you know, Egrim himself would probably get me a lot more sort of sort of player votes or attention on the army just as much as Bella's, you know, as, as good as Bella Chorus. And, you know, to be, you know, Perhaps I'm being a bit too overthinking about it, but you know, not a lot of people have seen Battle of Course still in the flesh yet, so it'd still be, you know, that. I mean, it, it, it's just the whole kind of. I was so hyped to uh, go head to head with G at the last of the t- 2009, t- 2019 face hammer that we were aiming for. No, 2020, wasn't it? The one that we were aiming. It was for, probably actually. 2017, 2018, uh, 19, all, 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 all stupid jokes 20. aside, it was, it, it was last year's one yep. that we were aiming for. Um, and obviously, you know, got women, you know, hamstrung where everything that had gone on. And I, you know, I, I was, I was, I was kind of thinking that there was rumours that um, Andy Warder would show up um, with one of his armies to, um, to uh, sort of beat G's uh, unbeat, you know, his, his run of, of victories. And if that guy shows up with, especially with the luminous that he's painting at the moment, then there's, you know, he might as well just not bother, like. Um, I'd only, I think to, I just, to be honest, I'd only say that in a judges' field. I mean, players, it's fucking uh, yeah, it's it's right. game nowadays. Yeah, yeah, yeah true. Um, you know, I'd, I'd, I think I'd just resign myself to the fact that I'd just have to go and buy one of those fancy fake barbarian swords and uh, just hang it from, uh, hang from my <laughs> new hobby room. Just have it personally engraved with, you know, I know, you know, do you know I am? Or something like that. <laughs> or, uh, I'll engrave it. You know. Yeah, it'll be um, for you, Rob. It'll probably have to be half finished, <laughs> potentially yeah. in sub assemblies. Yeah, that's right. Just like a hilt in one box. Yeah, the, yeah. Just the blade and another. No, just, just the pommel. Just the pommel. Yeah. Just no side yeah. of the blade. A- attached yeah. to a cork. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I think that you know, I think with um, it's kind of like. The next, I mean, I think I did mention it last episode. I think the the next kind of army is going to be, you know, if they, if if the grave lords, whatever, soul blight or whatever the vampires, if they get a treatment that I like the fact, know, some, I like the fact you, you you actually got both the names right, and then you still went vampires. Sort of just went up, just vampires, just, just yeah. I mean, if if they get. Depends on what their range ends up looking like. I might be tempted with that. Um, if not, I think I'll probably hang on till till uh, see what happens with um, Shadow Elves or Tyrion or whatever that you know that is further on down and kind of 
in some ways hoping for that because then you know it's not going to be as immediate and you know it might you know getting these necrons done it might sort of be the palate cleanser that i need to actually go back and get the zinch finished um you know, so yeah, I, I just kind of I, I've got so much else that's going on. I mean, worked really busy, and we're, we're you know going to be moving house soon, and you know got sort of you know all the financial sort of things that come along with that as well. So you know, just going out and it's just a little bit irresponsible of me to go out and spend you know money, you know four or five hundred quid on a new army that I probably won't get round to, to painting anyway for a, a while. So like, you know, I've got the neck ones. I'm happy with the scheme like i said before it's you know it's pretty straightforward and just easy to crack onto and that's kind of that's kind of sort of filling the hobby space in my life at the moment you know there's you could always just use the necrons as a soul blight army yeah 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 I, I, was, I was actually um i was looking it's quite cool to see some of the slaneshi slash uh, daughters of Cain sort of dual army stuff that people are doing on Twitter that was quite cool to see um, but yeah, they, uh, yeah I think the Necrons will... don't know how to pronounce it is it Velotron Velotron yeah yeah his stuff Velotron it's just, just pretty spot cool on. spot on really um, which you know gave me you know did give me sort of you know sort of looking at the, the Charla conversion that I got him got planned but I think um, get that in the bin yeah that yeah, no, I still got it. It's still, uh, it's, it's quite weird. Yeah, because I was going through, and I'm, I'm sort of selling quite, sort of, sort of selling a lot of my redundant stuff, and actually uh, going through my hobby room and actually you know, trying to box stuff up and put stuff to one side and all the rest of it, and actually unearthing stuff that I completely forgot that I had, and um, you know, like the Archeon, the Free Guild General on Griffin, well, the Griffin itself that I've, I started to upsize for my good bunny, bunny years Archeon conversion, and that's just sat there with a crap ton of uh, Stormcast that I probably need to get rid of, to be honest. So, um, yeah, be a lot of bargains. I managed to, get, managed to sell all my Varangard over the weekend. Which well, I'm one for a bargain. I'm not, I'm not seeing you selling anything, so... Yeah, yeah, so uh, I'll, I'll obviously that let, let people have first dibs on it and then sort of put it out there. It's just women organising it all, you know, we sort of say, just, oh yeah, you know, just, <laughs> like some of the Varen guards, like shit, I've got to go and find all these Varen guards now, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like rummaging around boxes for a, a day. Oh, do you know the other thing, completely unhobby related, right? Oh, it's not unhobby related because it kind of goes to sort of where you put your money and stuff. But in hindsight, CDs and DVDs are the just the worst thing like you can spend your money on but you know looking at it now because uh, I've, I I've actually got, really I disagree love, I, I love all you I know you love all that sort of stuff no no, no. <laughs> so, to, to, to interrupt you I've actually been buying more DVDs um, than I ever have been um, well, okay do you want to buy some <laughs> <laughs> but but the reason why I say that is because was so uh, I got rid of when we moved into this house. I got rid of all my DVDs. Very very small selection, mostly box sets and things I kept. Yeah. Um, because you know, it's all on fucking streaming now, isn't it? It's fucking. Yeah. It's not. It's the not, movies that no, I want to no. watch aren't like it does my nut in. Like if I want to watch John Wick, I'm like it's on Netflix forever. Then it fucks off. It's gone. It's yeah, gone yeah, for six yeah. months. Yeah. And then it pops up on Amazon Prime. So I've got Netflix and Amazon Prime and a Disney Plus subscription. And I'm lucky if the thing I want to watch is on any of those. 
But no, also, I tried watching watching Equalizer two the other day, and I'm sure it was on fucking one of those streaks. I've got yeah. the three of them, or it's and not. I've got Now TV, and, and you've got to, not, you've got to pay like a fiver to rent it. It's you... not. It's not even. It's Equalizer two. It's not even on iTunes, mate. <laughs> it's just fucking nowhere. Being on eBay, buy it for two quid. But um, yeah. But also, just just on a note, the movies that I remember, they're being edited. They're being like. Back to the Future, there's a scene which has famously been edited out of all the streaming services, which is the bit where he finds the girly mag. Like it's, a, it's such a little tiny thing, but it's like, that was in the movie that I remember, that I grew up with. And if you watch on the streaming services, not there anymore. Oh, is that the ooh-la-la porn mag? Yeah. It's not... It's yeah, yeah. You, it, so it's like oh, the yeah, movies yeah, that we remember are being edited. Right, yeah, yeah. So I'm yeah. like, no, I want them. I want, I want what I watched on DVD got a hard copy so i i got phantoms through the other day don't know if you ever watched that uh what's that ben affleck in the phantoms no no oh it's, it's, it's an amazing movie is that the one that they take the piss out of in uh jane Silent jane Silent Bob, Bob. affleck you the bomb in phantoms yeah it's fun yeah, yeah, yeah. but it's genuinely amazing it's like a like an elder god sludge monster hive mind thing um kind of takes over a local town and it's just it's oh, no. it's genuinely amazing. Um, well, in 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 you know I know Matt's sort of taking it off on a bit of a tangent, but he's kind of uh, cock blocked my uh, punchline here. Starring Rose spent... McGowan. Nice. Ben Affleck. Leave Schreiber's in it. Well. Is it Schreiber? Schreiber. Schreiber. Oh, yeah. I really struggle with names. And Peter O'Toole. Oh, oh Christ! Yeah. Anyway. I spent all a of... A heart-stopping was... supernatural thriller, Phantoms, <laughs> is the latest fright fest from acclaimed master of suspense, Dean Koontz. In the small town of Snowfield, 700 people are sudden, suddenly missing, left behind are two sisters, the town sheriff... Dean Koontz, sheriff, where do I know that name from? He's done his deputy and a professor. They soon discover that the unthinkable has happened. A ferocious force of evil, dormant below the earth for centuries, has surfaced with enough power to destroy every human being. You're in for a terrifying edge-of-your-seat movie experience as these five lone survivors race to stop this awesome threat before it wipes them and all of mankind off the face of the earth. There you go. See? Now, tell me that doesn't sound amazing. It does sound amazing. Anyway, so <laughs> I spent, I think it might have been Bank Holiday Monday, or it might. It was one of the four days that I had off. But I had, I've got like a, a tote, uh, or a really useful, couple of really useful boxes in the garage, just full of our, all our old CDs, and majority of Blu-rays, right? So, like CDs, you think to yourself, right, okay, well there's, you know, on average, they've probably been purchased at a fiver each, and the Blu-rays, on average, probably about a tenner each, right? And that's being really conservative. In fact, I went through all of these like places where you can scan to send them off, and they give you money and stuff. And I found one that was sort of like on on average, sort of gave you the best value, right? Over 258 either Blu-rays or CDs, and it came to 32 pounds. <laughs> Sounds about right. right. Now, but it wasn't so much the fact that. You know, thirty-two pounds for all those things to send off. It was the. T- it took me about five hours to scan them all. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Didn't even get, like, you didn't even get minimum wage. No, didn't get minimum wage for doing the bastard thing. And like some of them, like they really, like I, like I think a lot of these places are like, dare I say it, a racist because like <laughs> obviously it's me, right? So I've got a lot. Of, like, I've got a lot. 
of like R&B and old R&B and old hip hop uh, sort of CDs and stuff. And you're scanning them on this uh, site that we, I shan't name. Um, but it comes up with a message. Oh, this isn't a title we're accepting at the moment. <laughs> well, right. And it was doing it with all like Coldplay. Yes. Such and such. Yes. Such and such. Yes. Lloyd Banks, no, not having that one. G Unit, no. Tim Westwood, Westwood, Urban Hits, two thousand and one, no. And then like you've uh, just mentioned a load, like literally you said Coldplay, I know who those were, and then you went off. I don't know who the yeah, fuck you're oh, talking yeah, you about. Oh yeah, you would know who Coldplay are, wouldn't you? But the, I don't uh, like them. I know who they are. No, yeah. Maybe was, um, that was just me on the other end going, yeah, no, fuck off. Got that one. Got that one. Yeah, got that one. Yeah, we yeah. got one of those in stock. No one's bought it for ten fucking years. What? Like, but like whatever, and, and they, a lot of the CDs scanning through at literally a penny. There was one that scanned through. They took it. They accepted the barcode. Scanned through zero pence. It was like, <laughs> yeah, we'll just take we'll take that one off your hands. Um, yeah, so just slip a free one in. Good old cash con- what happened to the good old cash converters? Where well, you it- can take twenty DVDs down. They give you a five for each one. You go out on the lash, <laughs> and then for the weekend, and yep. then the following Friday, you got to go and give them fucking two hundred quid back Mate, before I, they fucking I, sell all your DVDs to I, a staggered. I fucking love car boots, right? Which is made like the pandemic even worse because can't get to car boots. And me, car boots, DVD, pound, right? The amount, yeah, times, yeah. the amount of times I walk past car boot and someone wants two quid for a DVD and I'm like, fucking joker this one. What the fuck is he think he's doing? <laughs> yeah, well, like, get quid for that. There's a load of them. Like, what was it? Like, Terminator, it was Terminator Salvation, special edition, right? And it was. It's like that means anything. What's a special Blue, edition Blu-ray. mean? Well, it had extra discs, didn't it? Oh, yeah. And the other, the other thing, ever like, one well. thing that I need, one thing I need to do, and I can't do at the moment because my laptop doesn't have a CD ROM or a DVD ROM, is like I've got so well, many that I've got the like future. the, the uh, digital editions <laughs> that you can like that, you, that you're allowed to burn to yeah, yeah. to iTunes. Yeah. Um. So I need to find a need to find a laptop with a, a DVD <laughs> drive on it, so I can log into my iTunes thing and then just <laughs> copy them all to my iTunes thing. You could just buy an external one, mate. Plugs into the USB. I don't have a USB socket on my on my laptop. There's all USB C ones. Oh, but they, I suppose you, they do those. I'm sure, well, you can find they? a USB C one. Um, yeah, but yeah. you know what I mean. So yeah, I spent I, it rather. Than, and, and what pissed me off was the, I've got to be honest. You know, I've got to be honest. We said at the start we we've got we've got a topic. And that topic is fucked right off. Yeah, well, <laughs> to be clear, we're going to do that next episode. This, now this we are circle, not covering this gonna, it for this one. It's going to circle back to that. Is that it, I wasted a day's worth of hobbies? Do you know what I mean? I it's brilliant. I think, mate, I just read the back of a DVD off. <laughs> Lots of people to listen to that. <laughs> Uh, oh, well. oh I, I think what I might do actually is buy a copy of Phantoms for either of you, uh, for both of you, and get them sent off to you. And you can watch. We'll do a review next episode. Yeah, that'd be cool. And I'll buy you a US. So, I'll buy you a USB CD. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so planning armies. Um, uh, anyway, fuck that. Anyway, anyway, you done me a hobby anymore? Uh, yeah. Uh, what else? Um, <laughs> I, I want. I want to. Like uh, my default response is to say sorry, listeners, but I don't fucking care. <laughs> no, 
Um, the, I tell you what, the annihilation barge. How do people expect people to paint all of that once it's fully assembled? I do not know. Well, so that's being that's in self assemblies. I really but, yeah. want. I really wanted a um, command barge. <clears throat> However, the one I want, one off eBay, we um, built as the annihilation barge. Not the end of the world. Yeah. But then the guy had gone in plastic glued on scarabs all over it, and I couldn't change Aww. it. So I was like, for fuck's sake. So it had to be an annihilation barge, but it doesn't matter. It's not a big deal. It's painted. Um, but yeah, the answer nice. was uh, airbrush it and then wash it with um, um, airbrush it, wash it with contrast paints, dry brush it, job done. So I didn't mind. Well, the, the, the other thing, this is a serious thing, and you'll be able to... You'll be able, uh, I like the way you have to stipulate to... seriousness and not, not serious. So, <laughs> yeah. DVD trading sites are racist, so that, yes, that's a lol. So, in case anyone wants to know, that's a lol. <laughs> so, Rob's now being serious. Yeah, so, um, like, on the on the barge itself, um, obviously, with my paint scheme being uh, sort of the, the dark burnished uh, silver mm. with um, the the lighter bronze, but then with the um, like the this like the really light stone sort of shoulder pads or accent yeah. points. What part of the catacomb barge do you think should be the light stone colour? The um, do you think it should be the croissanty bits that come out the, the front? The the the, the croissanty bits, yeah, totally. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, cool. Ian, you are reclining. Oh, yeah. Sorry. I was lounging. (laughs) Ian, so before this episode, I pointed out that one of the worst things I've had to edit recently is Ian's lounging, whereby he's wearing, um, he's wearing, um, he's using the (laughs) iPhone headsets. (laughs) And when he lies down, the microphone's rubbing in his manly chest hair and it just ruins recordings. Um, He's refused to stop doing that and told me I have to let him know audibly when it, because before I was texting him and Ian, it's happening again. No response. So I've now got to audibly tell him when, (laughs) I've got to tell him when he's lounging. Even <laughs> you're lounging again. And um, yeah, as I said earlier, very relaxing listening to both your dulcet voices. Have you now like have you now like put the microphone up in the middle of the room, miles away from anything that you yeah, can touch? Pretty much. <laughs> also that's not helped I've had a glass of wine as well. Glass of wine. Nice. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, any hobby going on with that wine? Uh no Emery boarding. Um <laughs> But yeah, I've been what have I been doing? Um well still chipping away at the Mangler Swig, which is progress has been made. So I finished the bottom one. Um and so I've started on the top one, but I'm hit, I've hit the the bottleneck of enthusiasm, which is the yellow skin. Right. So okay. I'm just um psyching myself up to actually get that done, which is once yes. the skin's done it should be fairly straightforward to actually get the model finished mate can you please do a rocky yeah. montage have you you like training to crack on with the yellow skin like running up some yeah. steps yeah. i don't know if you're allowed to run outside in liverpool at the moment yeah yeah i uh, might do or i might not depends on later um was it your, was, so it yeah, your so was it your city councillors that got arrested for corruption or yeah something? yeah that's them <laughs> So I don't know why that ra- randomly just jumped in my head, but there you go. So, yeah, so, no, so two things have happened recently involving the council. One is um, some of them, the mayor got arrested for corruption or bribery or something like that. Um, but then the, the, the 
the central government threatened to take over the council because it's so badly run. Amazing. And how yeah, are you getting on to the council? Yeah, flat out, tip top. <laughs> you obviously don't work for the council. That's a that's a joke. So Remember, I didn't I didn't preface it by like by saying I'm being serious. So take everything else yeah. as a joke. Oh yeah. Well, uh, I was I was just having to think. Right, you know, you're saying about emery boarding. It didn't sound like um like a CIA form of torture where you uh, a towel's put over you and you're made to listen to a British comedian from the seventies talk about like really shit jokes. You could tell him that yeah. joke. Oh, yeah. Emory <laughs> boarding? No? Yeah. No, right, never mind. Ah, dear. Tough crowd. Tough oh, crowd. Tough. Uh, Very quickly, uh, also, disclaimer, um, this might not be suitable for all, it, all, all, all <laughs> audiences. Oh, yeah, uh, you haven't put that thingy at the front of you. Shit. It's all right. When you go on the web, it says, it's, it says it, it's an explicit podcast. I don't really know what us saying that makes any difference people seem to say it i think it's for those that go on youtube because you, i think like youtube can like steal your house or something if you you put up stuff on the internet and it doesn't say it's not suitable for kids apparently um so yes i've been doing that which i'm hoping is going to get finished next couple of weeks brilliant good um what's the plan but, after that are you doing the wanky well but the what one the wanky one no, no, that's a, that's gonna be a while away. Um, You're building up to the wanky one. The by wanky yeah, one, I mean the original sculpt of the. But yeah. Like, honestly, mate, honestly, Tish. what is wrong with you? I think it's a. I'm, I'm not sure. I'm gonna, I'm gonna sort of. I'm going to assume it's a Trish Morrison sculpt. <laughs> um, and, and I don't know for certain, but it's got some amounts of her sculpting, mm. and it's not the best. Yeah. Um, no, I, well, I don't mind it, but it's not no one as good as the plastic one, obviously. But no, that's going to be a while away. Um, I don't know really know what I'm going to do it. It's kind of I'm in the hobby butterfly mode. Um, or I might. I know you like this kind of thing. Um, the new Shades by Award band went up for pre-order. Is it? So it's up this yeah. week for next week. We saw the vamps, as Rob would say. Vamps! Vampires! That could be a cool little project. Yeah, not really. The vampires aren't really doing it for me. No? Just, no, just not really floating my boat. No, Twilight um, ruined that for yeah, you. Yeah, so not the... Um, the um, minute. Oh, completely lost you there, Ian, and you've gone on mute. That's a good combination. Rob, would you like to come off mute? Yeah, I'm here. Hello, Rob. Hi. Yeah, Ian seems to have... Um, maybe he's, he's pressed mute by accident, I don't know. Um, uh, so, yeah, so quick listeners' questions, or your hobby. Let's talk, talk about your hobby, shall we? Or should we yeah. get back to Ian? Ian, you do? No, you still don't. I can tell. Now Skype has this little... actually tells me when you're on mute as a little crossed-off microphone thing, because I sit here just staring at a computer screen rather than hobby in a way like yourself um <laughs> i um so i did a little i mentioned it on the last episode which is working on my bunny ears oh ian's back yeah sorry um got distracted then for a moment the other <laughs> half came in the room um that's, that's a compliment again? yeah don't really don't really, don't really um 
like the curse city or the, the shed. Don't really. Totally yeah, lost you there, Ian. We just you don't like it. That's fine. Okay. Okay. Yeah. You don't like it. You don't yeah. Like it. Um, so I don't know. I think I'm going to do some. I don't know. Just some. I've got loads of loads of half finished stuff. So I might just chip away at something. Or I might start something new. Don't you know? Any forty k. You and he, yeah, you, you and Rob should live together. Yeah, I think it'd be I think it'd be forty k, and um, I don't know. I might might do some tyrannies because those are quite sort of low thinking, and it doesn't really need any decision making anymore. Sure, it's just I, needs I, to be painting. And I really I really like the um, the nids that you shared eventually. Um, I might start doing some Blackstone Fortress, Traitor Guard. I might start doing some. Death Guard, or Thousand Sons. Yeah, so I might... Um, Is that Cat? No, I don't think so. It might have been me accidentally making that noise. Yeah, that, was, that was you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I, so that's, yeah. So it's mainly chipping away at the Mangler Squig and forward planning, um, trying to decide what to do next. But I've also, also been buying stuff. That counts as hobby as well, doesn't it? Yeah, so. yeah. Yeah. yeah, so I, I randomly, um, so long term listeners have heard me waffle on about the Skaven project that's ongoing yes. for many, many years. Um, so I've um, decided. This is your randomly, Sky Army, isn't it? Yeah, so it's all um, um, Warp Lightning based. Everything's going to be Warp Lightning for the Sky Army um, of various different things. So um, I randomly. Bought some Blackstone photos. I bought some extra Negavolt cultists um, okay. in order to use their arms as the end of some uh, Giselles, which are going to be attached to the Giselles. If you're poor, yeah. Um, <laughs> it's going to be. A, I think what they called. It's going to be the the plasma of the um, Adeptus Mechanicus. The the guys who are on the tracks. I don't know what they called. Cataphronian. Cat- yeah. Um, anyway, anyway, the um, they've got plasma guns, so I'm going to attach the the negative cultist arms to the front of the plasma guns for the Giselles, and they're going to yeah, just it'll just be looking weird and futuristic and stuff. Right. So it'd be good. So yeah, so chipping away with ideas for that, <coughs> which is going to just go with. So it's going to be years. Sounds zany. Oh, that is a project I would like you to see make some meaty progress on. So I'd definitely be interested to see how you get on with that. Yeah, I might do, actually. I, I might do that next. I might chip. I might crack, get yeah. one of the um, yeah. the acolytes out and finish paint. Get one finished and paint it. That means, and you need to paint yourself up a sloppity bile piper. Yeah, yeah, because they are the shizzle apparently. I, w- I want to see your because don't forget he's all, he's the one that comes with the sassy nurgling as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Gotta love a sassy nurgling. <laughs> Thought that get you a bit excited. Um, so yeah, that's it for me. They have just been usual, chipping away, buying and thinking. I think what we're going to do next episode, we're not going to do a hobby chat. We're just going to fucking do <laughs> the question. Talk about planning armies. Because Rob has taken a nice meaty chunk in the middle. We were late starting and time is ticking on like a bastard. So I'll, I'll chat my hobby and we'll, we'll, we'll wrap it up for today. Um, so as I mentioned, I did my... My secret, not secret, it's not secret, but my my focused hobby project um, where I wanted to experiment with 
just doing an army and not sharing it on social media you know as you finish units and which which is great which i like doing anyway um but i wanted to see what it was like to kind of reveal something when it was finished um which obviously is that's now i'll put a link to the video i did um in the show description as well um but i revealed that on twitter and instagram and uh, and youtube which is what i call my bitter claw riders see b bcr see beast claw raiders get it it's, anyway <clears throat> so it's a 3d printed um from titan forge um miniatures so back in the day um there was actually john warmington famously had a uh, a very popular army uh, along the similar theme so these pirate ogres um and what they've done is they have a patreon which is the way it works for 3d printing is you pay um i think it's 10 pound a month uh, and you get access to they give you a here you go here's a month's files um and that particular month i saw all these amazing ogres um that they've done the sculpts for and i was like oh my god I, I like i need these in my life um and i knew i had to do an army unfortunately that's when i just got flooded they literally it was september those came out um and that's the month after i got flooded so um it's taken a while to get around to it so it's a fully 3d printed army um luckily i've got two two elegu mars printers um so i had those running for a couple of weeks to print off all the models um and also it kind of it's weird because it timed it really well in that i played uh rick uh ricky me um with a with a very different beast claw raider list where he was using a hunter general um and had loads of uh frost sabers um with the big beasts as well and mournfang and it was a very different list it, it was fun to play against because it has all the the, no, the normal things you expect with the beast claw raider army but also had this threat of these um frost sabers jumping on the board because also like if you think about it in you'll probably particularly agree like law speaking you'd expect a hunter surrounded by frost sabers when he arrives from the battlefield to kind of come on from a table edge that's kind of just in my head even when playing the game that's fully what i expected is he'd come on from a table edge but no he just fucking appears anywhere on the board so it's just this hunter just rocks up with all these dogs he's like haha we were here all along you didn't notice us um so like on the tabletop it's it's quite a fun little army um so i looked at what was released on the patreon and what i could make a list out of my list is different to, to what ricky was running um and it's been loads of fun I, I knocked it out in three weeks um so the army is the the hunter general um is amazing he's like he's almost like an arctic um walrus hunter uh, like walrus hunter kind of thing he's got a big fur cloak and but he's got like um a tentacle that he's just like draping across his shoulders and he's got a pipe um and the frost sabers are all um walruses uh, which I found out a, a group of walruses are called a huddle. Um, so the the hunter became my huddle master. Um, then the Mornfang were perfect. They are ogres um, riding. I like in my head they were um, komodo dragons, but they're just mo they're monitor lizards. And then the stonehorns and stuff are massive fucking crabs. Like they are literally the size of crabs. They are huge. Um, 
but there's only one rider for that model but there's other sculpts available so uh, there's one there's like a conquistador ogre and then the actual get the normal pirate ogres so i've put the conquistador on one of the crabs as a um as a husk guard um and then i've got the the two like kind of normal crewmen if you would um put them on one of the crabs as as um beast riders so i've got my three stone horns that's it and that's the army um and i can honestly say overall they have been one of the most enjoyable projects i've had to paint for a while i think the character the models are all very characterful um i hearken back to my um my caradron grot um army by painting all the striped pants uh, the pirate pants so they've got blue and white pants on them um which is quite weird because some of the models have that sculpted the details sculpted on and some don't have that so some of them actually have like the you know the the, the gap between the different fabrics um so i continued the theme across the entire board um and i also shout out to chris mills um i didn't i didn't go as far with his basing um that we've mentioned before his water basing which is really good on his deepkin um it didn't quite suit what i wanted um so i kind of went for a bit more of a, a streamlined approach but what i will say is if you are ever i don't know if you guys have used this stuff either if you ever want like um sand basing armageddon dust is amazing like straight out the pot i think i dry brushed it with ushab tea um and screaming uh, and pallid witch flesh perfect so if you guys ever want to do beta uh, sand in the future it's uh, interesting to know that's my... I, I'm, I always um all the gw basin paints i found them quite good the ones i've used yeah it's, it's funny that actually i think um i think it might have been chris um chris tomlin said it's the same thing that when he's gone to use it he's, he's found it's, it's been really beneficial uh, but that itself that's been a lifesaver um that was fantastic for me so that was directly from chris that's exactly what he's done with his and it's just it's just perfect um and it's also doubly great because i've got a um i don't know how fair you guys are with your star wars you both watch rogue one yes yeah so Rob's on mute, I can tell. Um, the the battle for Scarif, which is the big fight at the end. Yeah. It's all like kind of beachy. Yeah, it's um, all beachy with yeah. So I'm gonna do. I've got I've got an entire. So with Star Wars Legion, I own every. I've own. This is pretty crazy. Um, but Star Wars, I love. Like I collect it, so I own all the Legion releases. Um, I've got virtually all the Rebel stuff painted up. Um, but I've got the Empire Army to crack on with at one point. And I want to do Scarif basing. So, yeah, Armageddon Dust, really, really impressed. Um, but I used um, Chris, what he did with his water basing is he, he put a layer of water effects down, um, but he pre-mixed it with a contrast paint. Um, I didn't do that because the, the product I use is different. So actually, I just put a layer of it down, um, let it dry, kind of did like a kind of made it uneven. Um, and mine is leviadon blue i think he used steganon green scale i wanted a bit of a darker blue color um and then did another layer of the water effects on top um i kind of then spent a bit of time with a couple of peaks gave them a little bit of an extra dry brush white did a bit of fade before i put the the, the second layer of water effects on um but also another little thing that chris did is he, he got this little just got all these little seashells like tiny weeny weeny little seashells um 
and put them on the basing and i love them like, they're not painted because what the fuck like it's one of those things where like, you get these tiny little seashells with all the intricate patterning on there's no way i'm painting them um because they look great so i've glued those in place and actually i think they work really well um but the only real obstacle i had and actually it was quite tough because it did it did kind of knock me because i was flying through the army because i was enjoying painting it so much and it was such a quick reward because you know you're painting um i've only got four guys mounted i've got all the walruses which i can just by batch painted um actually the walruses were good because it maybe gets my contrast paints out that i haven't used a lot of um so like agaros dunes for example um and i literally did a one over coat um over wraith bone um made sure it didn't pull let it dry uh, and just found a highlight color that looked like it would work i can't remember what it was off the top of my head because i did so many different colors um and just kind of edge highlighted the the folds in the skin and it worked perfectly i was really really happy especially considering the fact the models are 3d paint uh, 3d printed um so in the list i've got unit six and then i've got multiple units of two so i've just made sure that there's so there's two in one color two in one color two and six gray ones as an example um but the hurdle i hit was actually the basing because i didn't realize how small the base is for a stone horn uh, i just forgot um it's obviously the big models but you forget that actually yeah the contact point on those four little legs is really small hmm. um and these as i said you can, if you can honestly imagine if you've ever been crabbing in the uk in particular when you see the you never catch them but when you see the big bastard crabs that everyone's always trying to you know down the harbour side trying to desperately get their bits of bacon on their crabbing hooks near to try and tease them out of getting caught so you know the you're talking about the edible size crabs big and that's what size the scoops came out at um and they just wouldn't fit there's no way they weren't even close like the base actually fit in between the legs um so it actually really set me back because i wasn't sure what i wanted to do um and it did take a lot of work but in the end i ended up using um one each of the deepkin um gloom tide shipwrecks and i think i'm actually one of the few people that's actually painted it like as a shipwreck because i was i looked at because i was like painting bits i was like what color is that on the gw one oh it's ethereal uh, so yeah. it's like you can't actually look it's really weird it's like oh it's nylac oxide yes yeah. uh, which is that's the color which, which works obviously it's they look great no issue with that at all like that, but yeah um, i mean to actually paint them I was like, although I, that, I tell you what one person one person i've seen it christmas uh, aaron's uh, now aaron's is a funny story Aaron's and he, he mentioned this recently is that, um, or am I misremembering it? No, he had, he actually only painted he only properly painted the sides you could see. So <laughs> if he wasn't facing the person looking at his army, he just hadn't bothered painting. <laughs> just, like, just left it. Brown. Oh, nice. Um, but yeah, it's like but they were they were quite fun little, just fun, quite fun little models to sit down and just paint like picking up all the uh, all, all the barnacles um and kind of painting the metal and thinking there's stuff like the um there's like li- there's like little references to other things if i remember looking at the model correctly isn't there like on those um soul amphorae on one and from the silver neck you know about the yes there's like treasure uh, on basically yeah and stuff like that on it yeah it's pretty cool 
and something I did use for this for the army, which um which have become my go to now, um, are the Vallejo acrylic metal color. Um, they they say they're airbrush, but um, I haven't actually used them with an airbrush yet. I've only used them um with a paintbrush. Um, have been phenomenal metallics. Um, I've heard a couple of people kind of mention about them um the last couple last year or so. Um, but I did ask. Um, I wanted to do some metallics and anyone could recommend any to try out. Um, and these are beautiful straight out of the pot because they're airbrush. Um, like you don't need to thin them. They are the pigments gorgeous. Um, they're slight, they've got a nice flow to them. Um, and great coverage. Really, really impressed. Um, definitely my go-to for metallics now. And I've got some more on order. Um, but what is weird is that um they're almost kind of like super thinned um so they do you have to be careful with the control of where you're painting because it really does at times really want to run off into the recesses and then onto the next piece of detail but what i hadn't actually realized is that while painting if i flicked the paintbrush it just flicked tiny little spots of metallic paint on my models um so I first used it on my um, on my Mournfang and I was painting like the, the, the chest and everything on the back and I picked up my Mournfang and it just had these tiny little super bright spots of metal just just all over it, uh, which was fucking annoying. Fuck. Um, fine, fine just to clear up, but it actually... It could made... be worse. Could, could be worse. You could come back one day and find the conversion you've been working on for 12 months covered in fucking sawdust that won't shift, but... Uh... You carry on with your little flecks of metal. It's fine. All right, for now. Just because you had a painful experience, don't don't mind. But it, but it was it, it was annoying when it happened. But it was easy to rectify. Um, however, it did make me realise actually how good the pigment is in there for that to even happen. Like that ain't happening if you're using lead belcher, uh, unless you've literally kind of treated your painting like you're trying to paint a galaxy and got a paintbrush and thrown it at your model um so i would certainly get people to try that out um and also what i what i used um for this project is the instar you've probably seen this on twitter loads the instar water plus um which is basically their version in simple terms it's their version of um Lamian medium but they basically say that it works well as as well as Lamium and as well as contrast medium as well. Um, and I've got to be honest, it's been fucking brilliant. Um, and one of the best things about it... Do you it, recommend, is it? Really, 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 really recommend. I ordered, and it's dirt, it's stupidly cheap. All their products are. They've actually said their prices are going to have to go up a bit, and it's not going to make any difference to how cheap they are. So do go and check out Instar. Um, the it's got so you know there's a big thing about um swapping out all your gw pots for um dropper bottles um i like most people have just gone on ebay and bought the cheapest possible dropper bottles you can get and they're a bit shit um but what's really good about the instar ones it's got like the super fine well not super fine but it's got this the really nice fine um applicator dropper and it's got a really yeah, good cause you, you can get some that are um like I, I was quite lucky. I managed to find. I mean, the the ones I found were like the they're just literally the same as the army painter ones, or the you know they're they're identical, you know, um, I mean, to the Vallejo and the army painter ones. But you can find some ones that are like I did find 
ones that are like a little bit fatter and the, the nozzles like subsequently yeah. you're going to drop and they're just like it's like a hose rather than a dropper bottle it kind of like, just plops just plops yeah. out doesn't it but I would say this is the best dropper bottle I've used um, like talking about you know I've got plenty of Vallejo paints I've got war colours um, I've got a lot of the army painter stuff um, all sorts of different dropper bottles not all of them obviously um, but the install ones are really good really impressed so that is a great product I definitely recommend it because it, it, the thing that's so nice about it is that you can just use it you don't have it's not a new colour or anything you can just use it to thin your paints and I've been really impressed with it um, and it seems to be it's it, it really doesn't seem to it it gives a great consistency to the paints but it doesn't feel like the pigments have been reduced too much does that make sense yeah like it genuinely mm, does it, it doesn't feel like diluted no and i think yeah. possibly i use it a little like i use more of it than what i would say lamia medium um but i don't know if you find this but like with lamia medium i'm I do use it a lot and I do like it, but I do find sometimes I'm using it and it it just ends up making the paint feel like it's suddenly become frog spawny um, and it shouldn't add anything to the paint. But I think just sometimes it just it reacts. It's, it feels like it reacts in a funny way and kind of mists, kind of mists the paint slightly. Um, I, noticed that, I noticed that mostly when thinning um, GW um, washers. Um, and what I will say it's been really good for, and it has been fantastic, is those GW paints that I have got that have started to um, start to dry out. Oh, okay. um, I popped a couple of drops in this, and this has genuinely been amazing. And I've used all sorts of products to try and, um, you know, um, the Vallejo, I've used Vallejo stuff, I've used um, Lamy and Medium to try and do the same thing, and it's had a minimal effect for a short period of time. But actually, the day I remember, <laughs> you sound like a beauty podcast. I've tried all sorts of products, <laughs> and I found this one that I picked up yesterday. Oh, the conditioning, and I felt never felt my hair flow so freely. I mean, I've always wanted to try a bit of drag. So if you guys are into it as well, we can always do a drag. <laughs> drag cast <laughs> um, yeah, good god but no was my pot of dark reaper um i popped a, a couple of, i noticed it was kind of start, starting to slightly go and i popped a couple of, of drops in it and i came back used it and then came back to use it the next week and i i shook it and i heard i heard it shake and i was like oh that's weird and i opened it up and it was still you know it, it thinned it enough there wasn't that much paint in the pot but it thinned it enough to bring it back to the consistency so i was i was thoroughly impressed by that um, so yeah, definitely go and go and check them out. I'll put some, again, I've got some links in the description. I didn't mean to mention them, but um, actually, it just reminded me. Um, and then the final step with the army is um, actually what was really nice is I was just sharing the project with friends uh, like you guys and a couple of other people asked, um, and it was just a nice process. Um, I really wanted to get it on social media. Don't get me wrong, but um, I just found in that one-in-one engagement, like rather than you know, putting on Twitter and going, oh, how many likes have I got? Maybe some people will comment. Like Chris, Chris Tomlin in, in particular was just really, really great at just giving, like, I really like this, the scopes look great, like insightful and interesting comments that really kind of helped me go forward with the with the project. Uh, so thank you to everyone that I shared that with and they spent the time to reply. So it was awesome. 
Um, I just want to say, can I just say one thing about um, this is uh, like a bit of a WhatsApp group disclaimer type thing, right? So I, um, you're not very good. I don't have what I don't have WhatsApp notifications on my phone. I, I only see when people have posted a message when I check WhatsApp because otherwise my phone would explode. Um, because I've got a few with work and stuff as well. Um, and so some of the times, and I'm a bit like OCD, like I can't leave stuff, notificate, like if I go into it to see that like someone's posted a message, I have to go in to clear it. So like it will look like I've read something but not commented, but it's not that. It's because I'll be like driving or just leaving a customer's house and I just want to clear the notifications off my phone because it just, just bugs me otherwise. So like if I haven't, com- if I've looked at something and not commented, it's not because I've... Uh, it's not because I think, oh, yeah, it's just some, you know, Matt's fucking crabs. Like, it's just, um, I'm in work and I'm just clearing the notifications down on my WhatsApp. But it's been, um, I, I really dig the, I, I really dig the um, the idea of, of uh, you know, doing a project and sort of revealing it all at one time. Um, and I think, you know, the amount of willpower that it takes, obviously I'm, I, I suffer from a bit of imposter syndrome anyway, which is why I'm sort of always clamoring for, um, kind of positive reinforcement on you know, things like work in progress pitches and stuff. But you know, I've, I've totally like Rob, kind you're of a strong, a independent man. <laughs> um, but it, you are we, successful. You know what? I, 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 I'm not successful. You are loved by saying? everyone around um, you. Well, that's not true. Um, the uh, your penis the, is uh, larger than average size. Well, that, that may or may not be true, Matthew. <laughs> um, depends what average so, you know, depends on what the average is, and um, the uh, but it's always been like something of mine. Like, and I, I want to do it. I just, I want to just not. I want to have a project, and it doesn't have to be a whole army, but just like you know, even if it's like a a display model or something, you know, that I work on, or a single piece or something like that, where I don't show any work in progress whatsoever, mm. and just be like. And not even to like you guys on WhatsApp. Do you know what I mean just be like, ta-da! Look at that. Do you know what I mean? And and I think that you know the sort of almost like a, a, a an, an exercise in self-control by not showing every little sort of bit of work in progress. And I think that's probably one thing with the um, I learned with the Necrons because they are quite a basic scheme, and it's it's going to be more of a like a, a unit at most kind of reveal. You know, either a character that I've, I've actually finished. You know, I'll, I'll post a pic. Obviously, been putting a few bits and bobs on Twitter with like you know, a little conversion that I've done, or, or you know, a basic color scheme or something. But actually, to not show, you know, move away from things I was doing with Bellacore or some of the stuff I was doing for AOS, but to actually go here's a finished unit or here's a finished model, you know, rather than you know, perhaps work in progresses. Yeah, yeah. Well, not just you know, I've done three blends on this sword. Look at this. Do you know what I mean? It's more, you know, I think it's good. I think one thing for work in progress. I think this is you know something for listeners to take away. It's something that I've kind of learned as well is like if you're trying something new. So like say now with like the OSL effect that I'm trying on the scythe, or you know the test scheme for just the basic Necron warrior, or if it's something specific that you know um that you've done or if it's like a little kit bash or a little conversion or whatever then yeah you know do that because otherwise you know the the one thing you don't want is um you to flood people's timelines with stuff because then they're less likely to comment on things i find you know um 
I think if you do something that's specific, yeah. that, you know, I'm using I, these models from this 3D printing range, or, yeah. you know, here's, you know, here's a test nice. model that I've done, or here's a conversion that I've done, then I think the, you're more likely to garner the responses that you're perhaps looking for, because there can be nothing more demoralizing than put something up there and get one like. What I will say, and honestly, like anybody, a single person is listening to this podcast, and I have, I have quite a lot of conversations about engagement on social media. You know, this conversation of likes, um, and and it, and it is hard. I'm not there yet. I still do struggle with the concept a bit, but you know, don't try not to care um if you're sharing something online and you don't get the engagement or um you know the interactions that you want and i think the biggest thing more than anything at the moment is well i think it's two things firstly i say our hobby on social media is so loud now there is so much like i i go back to thinking of what it was like sharing hobby back in eighth edition on twitter you know how small our community would be then um you know you'd be refreshing your feed just to see what new things people were working on but now it's non-stop i mean you join instagram i mean the amount of posts of some of the top level painters converters con concept army creators and i mean true concepts and doing things completely unique you've never seen before then you add on everyone that's doing a patreon who's doing youtube videos you know there's so much content out there which a lot people of it, it, that are, people people that are just retweeting other people's posts yeah, yeah. and getting thousands and, of likes for that and you know their own content some of this is being monetized people are making a business out of this and then you've got the hobbyists as well you know so people are making a living out of it so it's very it is so so easy to be lost in that noise um you know and sometimes it's riding a wave you know the slanesh like if you look at the slanesh release people could be sat there and sharing photos of their deliveries of all the new slanesh models they've bought so it's just you know just boxes of models and they're getting hundreds of likes like nowadays i consider getting 100 likes on twitter good right yeah. um and then but then the irony is they'll paint one of those models and they'll do a good job of it and they'll put it up and they'll do every, you know they'll use the hashtags they'll put it up a good time you know and they'll get like 50 likes um uh, or 20 likes you know and it's it's crazy isn't it? yeah and it and it isn't because you've done anything wrong it's that actually people don't have that emotional connection with what you've just painted because actually if it's sigvold um they've probably seen 20 of them painted up in the last month you know and especially when gw for example is sending out sigvold to painters um for you know publicity reasons which is great um but that's it. I mean, the, the the shine of seeing this new model painted up, you, you've lost it because you can't you can't compete in question mark in, in bunny ears. So as an example, like I I painted up um, ten Death Company intercessors, which are converted from the Indomitus box, which I was really happy with. They're just my basic standard tabletop stuff. I wasn't expecting many likes when I put them online. I think I got like twenty. You know, just is what it you know you just have to accept it for what it is um but for me what i what i did with the uh the bitclaw riders is i watched one of the 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 soul black grave lords reveal video 
um, the GWD and kind of tried to duplicate it as best I could with just an iPhone and some free editing software um, and did that as like a little reveal trailer, just put it on YouTube. Um, I'll put a link so people want to watch it. And I, and I love it. I genuinely, I'm, I'm going to do it for like my Bone Reapers. I'm going to go back and when I've, when I've done a couple of bits and bobs, I'm going to do one of those. It's just think of it more as cataloging your hobby because Instagram's really good for it because it's really good to go on Instagram. You can just click on Instagram and you can see all the hobby you've shared. Um, and it's treat it as a catalog. And if people interact with you and like it, great. If you get some conversations on it, not a problem. If you don't get any engagements with it, don't be afraid of just retweeting it and saying, look, not really anyone said anything about this. What do people think? Um, but yeah, I mean, don't, I would really say anybody listening to this, don't get wrapped. Bitch and moan about it all you want. It's fine. It's just going to happen. It's a way of coping with something when you're a bit disappointed. But yeah, don't, don't think of it as a slight on your work if you're not getting that many likes or engagement. Um, and most certainly from my perspective, I see some great hobby um, for some great hobbyists. And I, I, you, you can't have a Twitter account where you're sharing your own hobby and you're interacting with people and you're resharing everybody's stuff all the time because people just mute you because they'll see stuff they don't like, which is another thing you've got to bear in mind with Twitter um, as an example, because Twitter is what I use mostly. Um, but I do try and when I see something which I think is very underappreciated that i really like i'll make a little you know make a little effort um to get it out there in front of people um and it's one of the reasons why every monday and wednesday i've been running this share share your hobby with me um and i'll choose my favorite to win a 10 pound voucher because honestly it's great like i get to see so much hobby it's no effort because people just share it with me i get to look at it i get to talk to them about it you know i always try and make sure i've got something to say um and it's been real, real, really fun engaging with people about the hobby, which is, you know, what it should be about. But I think, yeah, well, not I think, but just don't, don't worry if your stuff like Ian, for example, he doesn't give a flying fuck. He sends his phone. He goes, you might want to put this on the internet. Um, well, and I forgot about it. Yeah. But, um, yeah. I, I, yeah, I, st- I just stopped caring. I think so. My my social media presence has gone down massively. Yeah. I think we. Um, I think you know, it's, it's, it became a lot more. It's like the it just became a almost like an admin task. Yeah. Rather than it, rather than for any particular personal benefit. Yeah, I think um, if you get to the stage where you sat there going, right, I need to do two posts a day. They need to be at these times. I need to use these hashtags. Like unless you're you're doing it very for a very specific reason, um, you know. It's, don't, yeah. If you're just a hobbyist, you want to share your hobby, share it with your mates, share, share, sending it, send it to people that you've met at tournaments or the new local gaming club and going, hey, what you think? I'm just sharing this with you and a couple of the guys don't even necessarily because it's the same thing with these big group chats. We've all got these WhatsApp group chats. Sometimes people just don't just it's hard. Like I think with hobby, it's even with your friends, it's hard to kind of feel like you're saying something of worth. Um but yeah, anyway, that's that's. That, I don't think there's much we can say on that. But yeah, please. And look, if you want, if you want thoughts and comments on your hobby, message it to us. Share it on on uh, at Pro Painted. I'm always happy to throw my two cents in. I love seeing stuff. Yeah, like I mean, one one thing I, I will say, and it's kind of like 
uh, I think it's probably something that I, I mean, I certainly feel feared it, and I, I don't know if you guys sort of feel the same. And you know, if our listeners kind of, you know, want to kind of perhaps go down this route as well, is if like rather than just sort of positive reinforcement, oh yeah, wicked, brilliant, awesome, whatever, and it just almost becomes white noise to a certain extent. If you want, like. If you want to tag the the pro painted account in some sort of hobby stuff that you're working on, and you know we'll we'll DM you if if you want actual sort of constructive criticism or feedback about how you feel a project's going or you know a conversion that you're working on or a paint scheme or an army concept that you've got or an idea or anything that you think the three of us can contribute to and I'm kind of sort of pulling this one out of the blue on these two so I do apologise I don't, don't mean to kind of sort of uh, throw any of you you two under the bus in it but certainly I'd be up for you know rather than just uh, you know well done mate thumbs up you know if, if someone wants you know if, if you're actually looking for constructive feedback about something then you know do let us know because I, I'd be more than I'd much rather do that see than you know it's, and it's kind of hard to judge sometimes, especially on the WhatsApp groups. You know, people will show like something or show a picture or something. And, I, you know, if I know that I'd much rather have someone say, oh, well, actually, I think that looks a bit janky or that colour combo isn't quite right. You know, um, and like, like you were saying with Chris's feedback with your with your uh, Bitter Claw Raiders um, stuff, Riders. you know, actual riders sorry um that, that you know you'd rather have actual constructive feedback or criticism on it rather than just you know uh, almost um yeah i, I, I pandering agree. to to it you know i know i know you i think you know, i think pandering do... and stuff's fine i don't think it's fine i think it's but do you know what i mean it's just, obviously but... it depends on what people want to get out of it you know if, if they don't you know if they feel too sort of thing about getting that that kind of feedback then that's fine but if you know, I'm just throwing it out there. If, if people do want that kind of stuff, and it, you know, it's sometimes hard. The, the other thing, as well, is on Twitter. You know, if it, if it's on Twitter, and if it is something that someone puts up just a general post, then you know, th- there's been loads where I've seen stuff on on Twitter that I think, oh, you know, I'd, I'd love to give an actual, some honest feedback on that model or that concept or that conversion. But I don't want to sort of say it on Twitter where it's, I don't want to out someone on it. Like there was, um, there was, I won't say the person's name, but they, they, they'd done a conversion and the conversion was great. And it was an inspired choice of bits that they'd used. It was just the way the, the weapon was being held. The blade on the weapon was pointing a certain way, which just threw off the whole composition of the, the, the conversion. Whereas if it was just turned 180 degrees, then um, it would have made the miniature look so much better. But I didn't know whether... Jeremy, you know I, mean? I, I didn't feel comfortable, you know... To be honest, you're right. Either, either saying that on the... on the, on the, on the, on their, What's the word? Like the feed on the, on the, the, like the topic thread yeah. or whatever it is. Or, and, and also, like the complete opposite. I didn't... I don't want to sort of DM someone and go, oh, actually, if you pointed the weapon 180 degrees, it would look actually better. Hmm. Rob signing off. Do you know what I mean? Like, like some twat. No, I've, do you know what I mean? Like, I'd, I'd, much, I I'd much rather people, I'd much rather, if it were me, I'd rather someone say that to me. 
Do you know what I mean? And like, if 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 people are up for that, if people are up for that kind of like, let's just cut to all the bullshit, man. All the fucking brown nose and all the fucking pandering and all that sort of shit, right? If few people want con- actual constructive criticism on your hobby to make you better, obviously we'll you know we'll take sort of levels, you know. And I I I, I love I'd love it, and and obviously I know that the the Twitter the you know they're they're busy people and they haven't got time to sort of respond to that. But there's been many a time where I've slid into like Aiden Daly's or Max Fillet or Darren Latham's DMs just saying like and you know that they've been kind enough to respond on, on most occasions just to say, oh, you know, what do you think of this? Or what do you think of this colour combo? I'm struggling with this. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like actually be, you know, that, I think it's hard the, I mean that is a bit different. I mean asking for you know, asking that's for what focus, everyone wants focus criticism. Almost, it is, but I mean? think it is, but I think particularly no, no one just their dick suck for the sake of it. Well, I disagree. Like for example, if I like when I put my Bitclaw Raiders at Army, I like this is done at uh, Riders. <laughs> it's done, yeah. it's finished. I wasn't looking for criticism. I didn't want anyone to say, oh, well, actually. Well, no, no, well, no, but that's that's slightly different because that's not work in progress, is it? That's a finished yeah, but it, thing, you know, and it, it, it yeah. is like. Um, but but like, even on a finished thing, people people can bring the want... hammer down on people and going, oh, actually, Matthew, those <laughs> well, the way you positioned it's... those crabs on the on the ruins look shit. <laughs> I would have done it this way. You know I mean, um, I'm not going to fucking say that to you. You've got to pick, no. pick, pick, pick well, spots. no, I'm not 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 saying that would be the case. But saying I think it, it you know. It, 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 it does difference. My my general rule of thumb now, actually, I, I run in, I ran into this recently um, in a in um, in a conversation where somebody had shared something, and I'd actually asked uh, an innocuous question, which was, "What were you doing with your basing?" Um, and the person in question, <laughs> yeah, because, "What are you doing with your basing?" Yes, like these look these look great. What's the, what's the approach for the basing? And the response was, "The basing's done." Um, so you can imagine, like that's that's a difficult yeah. conversation to be in, and I put. Yeah, my... you're not very tactful, are you? Do you know what I mean? I'm very like, tactful. You know, I, 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 I would... very... <laughs> by, by, by written word, I'm very tactful. That's a career in customer services for you. Um, but yeah, it ended up in a situation where the other person's response to what I replied um, about the basing was, no, 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 it was was what I was trying to avoid. Um, it's all fine in the end. No, it's no problem. But, you know, it, it is something where if somebody is sharing something, it is very hard if you see something you're like, you know what, that'd be amazing if. And actually someone who's been really good with it recently was um, Rich Belfield. He's working on some um, Drakari and he, again, oh, he oh, yeah, in the 40K yeah. chat, he mentioned, um, you know, this is, this is what I'm working on. And he went away and he made some changes to a model. Um, but he, I think it was the weapons, wasn't it? I think. Yeah, but he finished the we model. We said like he needs more skulls and stuff for him, and that was the work. But then he finished the model because what do you think? And our, he was one of those people where I thought said, look, if you can just do one extra, because he's been really pushing his edge highlighting recently, um, and he's coming on leaps and bounds with it. And I said, look, just push it one more on those. Just get this color. Um, uh, just do a nice fine edge highlight on the robe edges. And he just went away and did it, and he was like, "Brilliant, thank you for that. That's exactly what I want. You know, not exactly what I wanted, but I'm really happy. Yeah, you I, should I guess, be. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess if, if someone is is, uh, I, I mean, I, I guess I, I probably went a bit too hard on that. But the the um, you know, if someone is sort of saying, you know, oh, comment, comments, criticism, welcome, or whatever, and 
all the rest of it, then you know, that sort of opens you up for that type of discourse because they're, they're approaching you with that, you know, and you wouldn't just <laughs> say someone, I'll oh, check this thing out I'm working on. You're like, oh, well, actually, you know, you could do this, this and this and it'd look a lot better, you know, but I think, um, you know, I think there is that middle ground to be had where, it's it's hard it's, you know, it's hard it's, 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 it's hard it's funny it actually hard because I, it depends I, on the relationship you have with the person as well i know yeah. that i could say something to you or ian if you put something yeah. work on progress that i wouldn't be able to say you know even to like i'd say mate you know they're mates when you see them but like almost uh, you know acquaintances that we have within the community you know i, I wouldn't feel there's certain people there are people that i wouldn't feel no, not comfortable. So obviously, I feel comfortable saying this. I don't give a fuck. But like, I'd be, I, I, I wouldn't be feel comfortable about how they would interpret like the advice that I was given them. You know, it's um, it's a tricky one. But I'd, I'd much rather, you know, if it, you know, I know it's not um, black and white, but I think having more, have less um, sycophant, sycophant, sycophancy, sycophancy, a word. Sycophancy. Fancy, um, and have a bit more sort of, dare I say, honesty and, and openness. And you know, people should feel you know, if you're working on a project and you know, someone slides into your DMs, actually, you know, like if, if I put something up like that I felt really passionate about, and then someone's at the end me saying, you know, I don't want to, I don't, and I'm not coming across as trying to, you know, downplay what you know the work you've done already, but. Have you, tried, have you thought about trying this or have you thought about trying that? And if that was coming from, you know, perhaps someone that I, you know, like Terry, you know, when he's showing him pictures at your house of Bellacor, you know, mentioned a few things um, about him. And, you know, I was like, well, you know, that actually, you know, he's got a point and, and, and went back and, and sort, of, sort of looked things over and, and thought about it and, and whatnot. You know, when it's coming from that kind of thing, then if you know someone's intentions are good, then... I don't see it necessarily being a problem, but again, you've got to gauge it on a case by case basis. You don't want to, if someone's sort of revealing a, fa- a finished product, then you don't necessarily want to turn around and go, well, actually, you should have done it this way because it looks shit now. Because that's, that's you're not saying that it looks shit, but you're, that, that can be perhaps misconstrued as the, you know, what you're implying, you know? So you might have heard me typing away really quickly while, while Rob was talking there. The reason for that is because I've actually just gone on to droopchi.net, which is the old school oh, right. yeah, yeah, dark yeah. elf forum um and back in eighth edition i had a dune inspired um desert themed dark elf army so i put a plug up um and malekith on foot yeah hashtag malekith on foot i must have been the only person ever ran that that tournament but anyway um i put a plug up saying this this is my models i didn't ask for any criticism um or any feedback really it was just this is my record of the army um and there's a guy that came on and it still sticks to me to this day it bugs me this much and you're talking about criticism so it does you have to be careful because it does stick um so like, i'll read you what the put this but the good this is how they started the response the good good painting skills some interesting conversion stroke counts as and you even took the time to base the army oh thanks um your colors your colors are consistent and overall, it looks interesting. The bad. The colour palette is a bit jumbled with white armour, purple hair, oranges and yellow golds. I'm confused by the theme. Also, there are no variations in colour. 
all the purples look the same, which ordinarily I assume they are made of the same material, but not in this case, same with the whites, the blues and the oranges. Overall, this looks like a labour of love from someone who has their own vision of what they want their army to be. The level of painting holds it together, but the obscure Mitch and Match paint scheme detracts from it quite a bit. It has a handful of interesting and an and and another of confusing but in the end it's a tabletop ready army that looks eager to go beat down some high elves fuck off yeah well that's that's just that's like a terrible critique isn't it that's just <laughs> i mean was that chris or... no no it wasn't chris it wasn't chris <laughs> um but i mean the good the bad did you put an ugly in there no but no. Oh, yeah i am no, but that's just that's that's very pretentious, isn't it? And it's like, who 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 the fuck are you, mate? First of all, like you know, some fucking you know, bloody Marathi two five eight, you know, <laughs> fucking you know, something so. He seems an actual person. Oh, sorry if you're listening, but that was the most. Like, I love the fact I can still yeah, sorry find if you're, it. Sorry if you're really listening. If you're listening. Um, but yeah, I mean, I just I remember like it, it's I just remember it every now and again. Um, and actually, funny enough, I was watching a Darren Latham video um, on YouTube about painting texture on cloths. And he was saying that um, one of the ways that you can, um, well, not one of the ways, but when you start thinking about colours um, in regards to the texture and the effects they can produce rather than just producing the colour, that's when you can kind of think your, your painting, your approach to painting is has kind of levelled up a bit, which I totally agree. But when painting an army, it doesn't fucking matter if the the hair on my witches is purple and my dreadlord has a purple shield. Right, keeping the colour schemes because I'll, I'll, oh, uh, there's so many different because this is back in eighth edition. There's so many different alternate models you could or have to use because you couldn't get stuff like Dark Riders were ancient back then, and mine are the old. I built them on the old. Um, can Blade you use like, some like horde models yeah. or something from War yeah. Machine on it? Throne of Ever and yeah, that guy come up to that, that kid come up to you in Plymouth. Was it Plymouth or Cardiff? When he was like looking at your models and going, Oh, oh, what's that? Oh, 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 what's this? Yeah. And look at, I remember that from an old Black Sun podcast thing. I don't remember that, but yeah. Good memory. That, that definitely was the case. So yeah, it's just so unasked for feedback is really hard. Just regardless, it's really hard to 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 set the tone properly so yeah so what we'll say is out of all this is if you want some genuine feedback just at us the same way yeah. that you're there loads of people at warcom team if you actually and if you actually want some feedback or just you want to say look i want some feedback or i like your thoughts or let us know but i'm not we're not going to sit there and critique it i can you know i enjoy finding what i really like about things as well so just just at us happy i can i'll probably respond to the vast majority and i'll share with these guys when it's uh when it when it feels relevant or if you want ian to comment or if you want rob to comment just do it and do it whenever you want you know we're happy you know don't have to wait for hashtag work in progress wednesday or hashtag miniature monday and all that stuff just share your hobby with us and um, but what i will say i don't know if i can't remember if i mentioned it last episode but a couple of people have contacted me and they do love the idea of us doing a discord chat where we share images of their army or models or units they're working on and we talk about them 
and we do actually critique. Yeah, yeah, I'll be off that. Um, so that is something that we can we'll set up in the future. Hashtag roast me. <laughs> <laughs> Propated roast. Um, but I'm waiting for you. I'm actually waiting, Rob, for you to move house because then when you're in place, we can look at getting webcams and stuff set up. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Awesome. Well, I think on that note, I think we can pretty much wrap up this episode that wasn't what I planned it to be, but we'll do it next time. Um, yeah, sorry for, sorry for not getting around to answering some of the listener questions. It's uh, That's my fault, because I, I was called out halfway through to uh, deal with a, an infant-related issue. That's um, right. It happens. Me, me, and, me and Ian had a little chat, which I've got to make sure I edit out. Um, <laughs> <laughs> ooh, ooh, spicy. Risque. Yeah, ris- uh, yeah. yeah, spicy start, spicy middle. Um, but yeah, on a final note, um, actually, as I'm recording this, um, I've had a fucking busy as hell day updating um, everything for the release of Techless. So, Pro Painter Studios wise, we've got updated tokens for Nurgle, completely um, revamped, shall we say. Uh, I've got some nice new fonts and made some small little changes um, and also included the new Sloppity Bile Piper and uh, Spoil Spoil Pox Scrivener tokens that you want and also have them as a separate upgrade set and with MDF trays to fit all those as well. I've, I've, I've seen Sloppity Bile Piper all over Twitter. Is he like filth now or is he or? Uh, not filth, but he's amazing. Yeah, it's a, it, it, you give people an excuse to use a great model, and they're all over it, which is what exactly that's what you good. want. Yeah, yeah, that's what it's about. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's very good. Um, and um, same with the tech, same with Lumineth uh, as well, which has become the biggest and most expensive set that we offer. There's, and I've tried to keep it concise. Um, so they're all same again, new set, all combined and available as an upgrade, all available on the store. Um, but yeah, with that little bit of uh, last last uh, bit of product plugin, I think we'll, we'll call it there. Unless you guys have got anything. No, I will. No, thank you for, for listening to this disjointed episode somewhat. But uh, ah, we'll get back it. to listening to questions next time. I think we're on a bit of a roll now as so well. Next, so next episode, we're going to do no hobby, zero hobby, and we're just going to do the topic. It'll be a topic yeah. episode. Yeah. Sounds good. Right. Sounds good. Right. Well, next time you're here for it, hopefully, it'll be in a couple of weeks. Yeah. Take care, guys. Bye. Okay. Ta ta. Bye.
Morgan Bills and the wine dogs see a Malibu 